Amen. Amen. I listen. This this uh, this may sound negative, right? But it's never negative when it's correction. It's never negative. I, listen to me. It's never negative when God's trying to warn His people. That's called love. That's called love. I do not expect not everyone to watch or maybe even be here tonight uh, to not be offended tonight. I'll be real honest with you. The Word of God is offensive. Amen. It offends. And there's been a lot of toleration in our day. There's been a lot of toleration in our day. But I can tell you this, that you've got to be careful with toleration. Toleration can be a poison, folks. We got to be careful. You know, the church isn't called just to go every which way. Church ain't called just to do every good thing that comes along. If God ain't ordained it and called it, it ain't good. <laughs> and it ain't going to be blessed. Amen. The poison of toleration tonight, if you would find your places in Revelation chapter number 2, beginning in verse number 18. And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira, right? These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire. That's important. And his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, who calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent on her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into a great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Boy, this is important, folks. But unto you I say, and unto the rest of Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden. But that which ye have already, hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh, you can overcome, amen, and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers. Even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God, I do thank you for this day, God. God, this morning just wasn't yours. God, the whole day is yours. God, every day you choose to wake us up, God, is your day.
God, we're living in a day of chaos and God, some evil, wicked days, God. But God, I know that you know all that, God, because you know all things. God, I pray you speak into your church. God, I pray you speak into us, God, the body of Christ, God. God, the warning, the warning of what is out there, God, the warning of what is to come. God, that we might be strong, God, that we might hold to the faith, God. God, taking a stand for your word. God, taking a stand. God, help us to know the difference, God, of what is truth and what is a lie. God, give us wisdom tonight, God, and wisdom in these days to be able to walk, God, close to you. God, God, we need a great amount of discernment this day. God, I pray you pour it out upon your people. God, I pray you get the glory out of our lives, Lord. God, that we please you. God, that we please you as we serve you, Lord. God, I pray as we open up and examine, God, and take the warning you've placed before us, God, I pray we take it and I pray we run with it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Aren't you thankful for the Word of God tonight? <laughs> Aren't you thankful that we know what's to come? Aren't you thankful we got the warnings of what is out there before us? You say, wait a minute, is there a church like Thyatira? Hey, I, probably so. Probably so. And we know as the days count down, there's going to be. And we have the description of this church. The church of uh, tolerance, folks. The church of tolerance. You might say, preacher, where do, you, where do you get that from? Well, we go to the scriptures in verse number 18. And first, I mean, we must realize again who's talking. Who's been talking to all of these churches. Hey, it's not somebody else who was even told to write it down. It's Jesus himself speaking. It's, uh, I love the way, uh, the way he brings it out right here in this, with this church because what does he say? He says, the Son of God. You say, what is so important about saying the Son? Because with the Son of God, there's authority. Because the Son of God is God. Amen. Amen. The Son of God is God. He's got an authority to speak on these matters. He's got the authority to give this warning out. And listen to me, if the church, meaning the body of Christ, because listen, the church is not these views. The church is not what we've been able to not come to. The church is still the body of Christ. The church has functioned right on, amen? There are many tonight with us online that are our people. They're our people and they're with us. And so this warning applies to all of us together as we walk through this together. Praise God we can walk through this warning together and see it. I mean, I'm serious. I praise God tonight. And I praise God tonight. He speaks with authority so we know where it's coming from. We don't have to wonder about this, folks. Yes. Notice what he says. And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire. What do we see there? We see wrath. And we're going to see why there's wrath. We're also going to see why he's got the feet that are like fine brass, which represents judgment. 
It's because tolerance has made its way so far deep into the church that it has become sin. Hear me tonight. If we go, and we're going to get there in Scripture, but if we go every which way of the wind, if we accept everything that's out there, folks, and that is what the world is telling us to do. Oh, hear me tonight. I know, I, I know, preacher. I mean, come on now. You are to be able to accept this and ex- things are different. No, they're not different today. You know what's different today is the year on the calendar. That's what's different today. The Word of God is still the same. Man, the Word of God has not... Listen, God's standard today has not changed. Folks, if you think that, you're way off base. Hear me, there's going to, over time, there's going to be people who come up with this and of their imagination, their thoughts, their ways. And if people don't agree with it, they're going to be a bigot. That's what they're going to be called. Intolerant is what they're going to be called. Preacher, you're borderline on politics. No, I'm not, because I don't really care. Huh? I don't really care. Do I vote? You better believe I do because I have a right to do so. And as a child of God, I ought to pray about it and then I ought to vote. Amen? And thank God it keeps getting clearer and clearer. I mean, think about this. Think about this, though. There are groups in this country, whether you like it or you don't like it, there are groups and organizations in this country that are creating havoc and mayhem And they do it under the disguise of something that sounds really good. Hear me. (laughs) Hear me. Don't you think this is not going, where does this relate to this? Because it's about tolerance. Tolerance. What do we find here? Well, let's just read on. Why does he have the eyes into a flame of fire and his feet are like fire? Well, let's find out. Verse 19, what does he say? I know thy works. Boy, they got works. (laughs) They got works. Hey, charity. They got a little love. Or let me do it like this. They got a little love. Huh? Service and faith and thy patience and thy works and the last to be more than the first. Can I tell you, you can fill up with all the works you want to, but if your theology is bad, then it's all bad. Hear me, you cannot cover it up with good works. You can run around doing all the good you want to, but listen, if it don't line up with the Word of God, it's all in vain. And not only is it all in vain, it's apostasy today. And I'm telling you, there are churches that are playing on a thin line. Hear hear me, I love everybody. But I'm telling you, there's a place for correction. And if you get in the Word of God, you'll find correction. And I pray God correct them before it's too late. Brother Steve, there's a day coming. There's a judgment day coming. And if we don't stand up for what God says, folks, we'll pay the price. You better believe we'll pay the price. And I'm not talking about this group or that group, but I'm telling you this, they're out there. And if you choose to stick your head in the sand and not believe it, you ain't got to. But I can tell you this, I've researched it. See, I've done my homework. I know what they believe because I've went there and seen it. I'm talking about groups that bring in transgender leaders. What is transgender anyway? God created male and female. Hear me. 
Not no flip-flop, back and forth, whatever you feel when you wake up whichever day. No, I'm being serious. I mean, God did not ordain that, folks. Hey, folks that don't believe that, hey, the family structure, they believe the family structure should be destroyed and we should all raise our children like a village. You tell me that's not an attack on the Word of God. You tell me that's not an attack on what God ordained. Say, preacher, that's aggressive. It's about time we got something. Well, we sit, we can be quiet all day long, can't we? I mean, I tell you, the people of God get, it, get a little excited about the Word of God and correction that needs to be made. And I tell you what, there they are, they're hate mongers. But the Word of God still stands, folks. And He's holding us accountable to hold it up. He's holding us accountable to live it. And I'll be honest with you, I'll be honest, I don't care who doesn't like it or who does like it. I'm not here to please man. I'm here to please God. And when I please God, let me say, hear me, when we please God as the people of God, God's going to bless. You ain't got to look for the world to take care of you. Not when you belong to God. God will take care of you. You stand up for the principles. And what he's laid out is where he'll take care of you. But what do we see here in Scripture? Say, preacher, why'd you bring all that? Because it all ties to what we see in Thyatira. Thyatira. Here we go. Not only does he know their works, not only does he know they're filled with works. And let me tell you something, if you're saved and you're born again, you ought to have a desire to go to work for the Lord. But you better make sure you're doing the work of the Lord. Huh? Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. Aren't you glad? There's correction. Here it is. I have a few things against thee because thou sufferest, Thou want that woman. Sufferest, what does that mean? That's tolerance. You tolerate that woman. <laughs> now here it is. She has found herself a place of leadership. Jezebel. Boy, what a name that is. But we can just roll on back to 1 Kings, can't we, on that one? Huh, anybody want that name? Anybody want to name their kid Jezebel? I don't, that probably ain't on the list for 2020's list, is it? But then again, I don't know. Amen, yes. Thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. You say, preacher, what does this have to do with what's going on today? Listen, sin is still sin. A distortion of the Word of God is still a distortion of the Word of God. What's true is true. What is real is real. Listen, what God says still stands. Oh, it was sin then, it's sin now. You hear me. It's sin then, it's still sin now. Notice about Jezebel. She calleth herself a prophetess. She's put herself in a place that God did not put her. What are you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about there's people leading and doing things today they've got no calling to do. No calling to do. And then we wonder why we see the mess that we do. Oh, there needs to be a cleansing. You know where the cleansing needs to start? In the church. In the church house. <laughs> Hear me today. 
You say, wait a minute, now this is Southside. I mean, this is a great, this is a great, you better believe this is a great church. This is a powerful praying church. But you tell me we ain't arrived, folks. And you, you let me let me just tell you, we can get tolerant all the day is long, and we'll end up just like them. Because let me tell you what happens. See, this didn't just happen overnight. See, it, it happens slowly. It's a slow fade to sin. It starts out with a little bit here, maybe a little dabble here, then a little dabble there. A little, we'll take a little bit here and a little bit there, and the next thing you know, you're fully in. Sunken into sin. You wonder how in the world she could get to the place she was. You know what I wonder is, where in the world are the men of God? Preacher, that's a, I mean, that, that's a little masculine there. You're talking about where are the men. Hey, let me tell you something. God has given a role to men. God has given a role to women. And those roles do not define your value. They define the position that you're supposed to be doing. Is that clear? Does everybody understand that? It does not have anything to do with value. But you see those who want this, that, and the other and say, you're intolerant of this, that, and the other. They say, well, you're lowering the value of women. You're lowering the value of this and that and the other. Can I tell you, God sets the value on life. God sets the value on people. He's looking to you and I to keep it, to uphold it, to stand for it. I'm telling you, this is a warning for the church today because so many are slipping into the mess that we see so that they'll be accepted. It'll be acceptable. I mean, so that we can put people in the seats. I mean, this one likes this and this one likes that. And if we can just please everybody, we'll be able to fill it up. God help us. God help us. Are we truly aiming just to please everybody? We better desire to please God. Desire to please God. What does we see? Oh, look at the clear sin. Oh, the perversion of everything that God has ordained. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou suffered that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication. I tell you what, we better pray for the leaders, the pastors of the church. Of the church. Because can I tell you folks... If they fall, they're going to take a lot of people with them. Hear me? I'm not putting anybody on a pedestal because we're all the same. But can I tell you what? God gives and He calls and ordains that leadership position. And many are being led astray today. Believing falsehoods. Many times we're not even, con- listen, too many are t- even, con- they're, t- they're too concerned with pleasing the world. They don't even open the word of God to read scripture. God help us. God help us. It's been burdening my soul, y'all. I'm telling you, if we don't get a grip of a burden about this stuff, we get, we're going to trouble. Seduce my servants to commit fornication. 
and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. Can you believe what that looked like into the face of God? What an abomination to God. No wonder we see the eyes with flames, wrath. Oh, the feet of brass, judgment. And as bad as that is, as bad as that is, notice what he's doing. Notice what Jesus says, not what the preacher says. Notice what Jesus says. As bad as it is, is, as wicked as it is, notice what he says. <laughs> notice what he says. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication. To repent of her fornication. Can I tell you what God's doing today? He is sounding a bell. Get right before me. Hey, here's the warning, church. Hey, the wolf is on the outside trying to get in. What are you going to do about it? I tell you what, there better be a church armored up is what there better be. Don't you think they don't want to get in here? Don't you, don't you think for a second they don't want to take over? Don't you think they don't want to impress those values upon the church? Now, I don't expect it to be popular, but it's true. But it's true. I, it's been burning in me, and it's coming out, y'all. I'm, I, I'm just telling you, it's time that somebody ought to stand up and say it. Listen, I, listen I, I love everybody. That's why I read that next verse 21. Because God gives the opportunity to repent. What is he saying? Turn from your sin. Turn back to me. Turn back to me. And if you're not, hey listen, and if you don't belong to me, how about receive me? You think God enjoys that people are dying and going to hell? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And look what he says. And I gave her space. What does that mean? That word space also means time. I gave her time. How patient God is with us, even in the midst of our sin, folks. I said this morning about how I ran for a minute. Listen, God was patient. He gave me space. He gave me time. And what is he saying today to the church? Be ready to go. But if you're in this condition, I'm calling you back to me. Oh, I'm calling you back to me. You do realize that the church is the body. You do realize that. And if tolerance, see people think tolerance, they're waiting for tolerance to walk in that back door. You know where tolerance is going to show up first? It won't even show up first here. It won't show up first walking down that aisle. You know where tolerance will show up first? At your house. With you as an individual. Why? Because that's the way the devil loves to attack. Oh, he, he rarely attacks the church as a whole. No, he wants to pick off individual ones. So you wonder why my heart is burdened that our people can't be together. I know our people love the Lord. I know our people, hey, I know those that are saved. I have no doubt about that. That's not my burden. My burden is the devil trying to pick them off. That's, right. That's the burden of my heart. That's right, brother. Amen. 
Because if he can get you, if he can get your home, then he can get into the church. We are the church. We are the church. If he can get in your home, that's where tolerance starts. Oh, that's where tolerance... What do you mean, preacher? Well, I mean with what your eyes see. Oh, that goes for my home too. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting around trying to examine and think, hear what my kids are listening to and watch. Everybody's got these pads today. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, they got all the technology in the world. And you, I mean, as a parent, you try to keep up with what they got on that thing because you don't even know. Not that they're even looking for anything bad, but so many times they don't even have to be looking for it. How many of you know you can just be on there looking for something innocently? And guess what shows up? Don't tell me it ain't real today. I know. I experienced it for myself. You know what I had to do? I stopped praying. God, forgive me for what my eyes just seen. God, ask you to remove it from my mind. And God, let it don't sink down into my heart. Hear me. We better get real in where we live today. Boy, there, the dev, this and devil's got a, he's got an army out there that wants to defeat the church, but he's not going to do it by marching in. He's going to do it with each and every one. And if he can get you, he can get the church. Right. Oh, you might say, well, nothing can, can come against the church. Well, you're right. You're right. But let me tell you something. I don't want to be the church that limps into glory. I want to march into glory. Hey, I want to know that we made a difference for the kingdom of God. Hey, we didn't just sit around and breathe and give money just to collect it. But that we saw lives changed. Oh, folks, hear me. We got a work to do. We listen, we've got to stand a guard. I wonder this who's on the watch? Who's in the tower? Who's watching? Who's ready for the attack? Oh, notice what he says. Oh, he waited. He gave her time. And you realize today, those that are in that situation, they don't deserve the time, but that shows the mercy and grace of God. The mercy and grace of God in which we don't deserve, but He does for us. Why? Because He loves us. Notice what He says. And she repented not. And she repented not. I hope no one thinks tonight <laughs> that you can send it up all you want to. Stand before God and try to explain it to Him. Hear me. I, I believe there's that mentality. You know, I'll deal with it when i got to deal with it. Hey, when it gets bad or I get caught, can I tell you, hey, what, what did he say about his eyes? The eyes of fire? Can I tell you, he melts everything down and sees the true value of it? Huh? What are you talking about? I'm talking about your heart tonight. He sees your heart. He does not have to wonder your intention. He doesn't have to wonder what's in your heart. He doesn't have to wonder about your motivation. He knows it. Oh, he knows it. He knows it. And folks, we can harbor that all we want to, but guess what? It'll come home. 
It'll come home and judgment will take place. Listen, you don't, listen, yes, God is love. Yes, God wants to save. But there comes a time when he's had enough. Because he's coming again. (laughs) Oh, and judgment is just around the corner. Folks, look at what he says. You don't believe that he's going to judge. What does he say in his own words? Behold. What is he doing? He's drawing attention. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. He's saying it again. Repent of your deeds. But notice, he says, into a bed. And I will kill her children with death. Oh, you don't think God is serious? And all the churches shall know. What is he talking about? It's going to be an example that I am which searches the reins and hearts. What does that mean? Look to the very deepest part of your heart. That word reins means kidney. He's going to the core. He's going to the core. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Let me tell you something. She defiled the marriage bed, so she will lay in the sick bed. Ain't popular, is it? But it's true. But it's true. Folks, sin will bring judgment. But what is he saying? Repent, repent, repent. How many times does God have to say that before people get it? Listen, you're not going to get a do-over. Hey, let me go back. I mean, God, I'll go back and I'll fix all that and I'll really live for you. No, if you was going to live for him, you'd have lived for him when you could. Hear me? I'd I'd do right if I could just try it over again. There is no do-overs. It's eternity in heaven or it's eternity in hell. And I'll be honest with you, I can't even contemplate or begin to understand how long that is. I really can't. But I can tell you this, it's a long time. And it's a long time to be on the wrong side. Separated from God. Judgment will come. Judgment will come. Notice what he says. Behold, I'll cast her into a bed, and then that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds, and I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and hearts, and I will give every one of you according to your works. Can I tell you, his judgment is always right. I say, his judgment is always right. He never gets it wrong. You say, why is that? Because he's God. He's God. You say, preacher, well, why is it that way? I mean, why in the world is it wrong uh, that there's uh, fornication? Why is it wrong that there's immortality, immorality? Why is it wrong that there's adultery? Hey, because what does God say? You see, we do not have the right or the authority to question God. See, we, we, we live in a society where we're so afraid to offend and we're so afraid we got to tolerate this, that. It's what God says. Listen, if God don't tolerate it, the church better not tolerate it. We better learn to tolerate only what God tolerates, folks. Judgment. Judgment. Verse 24, 
Some of you say, I've been waiting on some positive in this thing. We, we, we get in there. Hang in there with me. Verse 20, 25, or 24. But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden. Thank God. But that which ye have already hold fast till I come. I ask you tonight, who in the world is going to hold the rope? Who's going to be bound together? Who's going to stand for what God has to say? I'm asking you tonight. Who's going to hold fast till he comes? Verse 26. And he that overcometh. Because you see, if you hold fast till he comes, you're a what? An overcomer. An overcomer. Oh, folks. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end. To him will I give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my Father. What does he say? If you will stay faithful, if you will uphold my word, if you will do my works, but not the works of the world, but his works, if you will stay strong, what does he say? Boy, I'm going to give you a piece of what the Father has given me. Huh? What are we talking about, folks? I'm talking about tonight the millennial reign of Christ. Huh? Hey, I'm talking about the saints of God that are going to get to rule with Christ. Listen, you t- listen. is this a dark place? You better believe it is. But you hang in there because it's not about here. Man, we get so caught up. We get so caught up in this world. We get so caught up in our jobs and trying to get to the next level. We get so caught up in our schooling. We got to get the next degree. We get so caught up in, boy, we got to get here. We got to get that bigger house. We got to get that new car. And we work ourselves to death. To death. And miss out on God's best. But I tell you this, if we hold fast, if we hold fast till His coming, Folks, he rewards his people. Oh, he rewards his people. You and I got an inheritance tonight if you're saved. If you're saved, I wonder what does your inheritance mean to you? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to you that the Holy Spirit of God walks with you and talks with you? What does it mean that God forgives you and loves you? Huh? It ought to mean a lot to us. I tell you what, we ought to want to protect that. What do you mean protect that? Don't I already have it? Yes, but I'm telling you this. Listen, you give in and you tolerate everything that comes along. Hey, listen, and you will break fellowship with God. Hey, I didn't say lose your salvation, so cool down, cool your jets. But I can tell you this, you can lose your fellowship. That's right, you can put a bind. Hey, you can put a wall up so thick between you and God. I think more people know what I'm talking about. That's a terrible place to be. 
But we need to think about what we've got in Christ. In Christ. We don't need the world dictating how we follow Him. We don't need the world dictating, hey, what we choose to... Listen, what we choose is choose God. We never go wrong choosing what God says. Hey, when it comes to marriage, yes. The institution of man and woman. And that's one man and one woman. Amen. Not two men and one woman or two or three women and one man. or You plug it in, it's all wrong. God help us. We, you know, we got children going up today, and there's people who want them to wait till they're five and six years old to decide whether they're going to be female or male. That's disgusting. You know why it's disgusting? Not because I think it's disgusting. It's disgusting because it's against the very Word of God. The very Word of God. And there are people that are running around, and they, listen, they, 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 they buy into all of that just for the sake of people not thinking they're bad people. God help us. God help us. I tell you what, God's going to hold us accountable, church. God's going to hold us accountable as the body of Christ, as individual people. Yes, what we stand for, what we do, God's going to hold us accountable. We're going to stand before Him. I wonder what it's going to look like. You know what I think he's saying to us tonight? I'll be honest with you, I felt it all day. Here's the warning, what are you going to do with it? Here's the warning, what are you going to do with it? What do you mean, preacher? I think we need to do an inventory. I'll say it again, I think we need to do an inventory. <laughs> well, where are we going to do an inventory? In your heart? In your heart? Where he already knows what's in there. We're the only ones trying to hide it. We're only ones trying to pretend it ain't there. Only when we want it to come out. God help us. God help us. You know what the good news is? Is he still tell, You know what he's telling us today? Repent. Repent. He didn't say stand up in front of everybody and, Hey, let's all throw rocks at you or stone you to death. No. You know what he's saying? Just repent. Turn from your sin and turn to me. And listen, I, I, it may not, hey, it may not be some of these great things I said this morning. It may not be these big old, we categorize sin. We love doing that. Don't it make it, make us feel good, don't it? Makes us feel good. I mean, you know, you steal somebody's pen or, I mean, something little like that. I mean, that's just little things. Or you, you take something from Walmart. I mean, little things, right? I mean, they're just little things. I mean, preacher, ain't like I committed adultery. I wonder what you're worshiping tonight. Wonder what the wonder what the church is gonna look like when he returns. What's the church gonna look like? I can tell you this. Based upon his word, it can be a strong church. I mean strong in the faith. Trust in the Lord with a repentant heart <laughs> right before God. I want to ask you tonight, I wonder if we just mind God. I wonder if we just mind God. I think the people of God ought to be seeking the face of God. 
far too long we be quiet. And folks, I don't mean with an arrogance and a pride to go out and to be a bully or to hurt other people. No, we're to love one another. But I can tell you this, we can love one another and be very truthful about what the Word of God says. If you don't believe you can do that, come see me this week. We'll get together and talk about it. We got, we got to make up our mind to stand. Because if we don't, there won't be anything to stand on. They'll have everything. They'll have everything. It's between you and I. Because it's between you, I, and the Lord. Amen. It's a personal relationship. Heads bowed and eyes closed tonight. I just want to ask you. I just want to ask you tonight to do business with God. I mean, that's really what matters tonight. <laughs> you know, it don't really matter what anybody thinks, what anybody's got to say, what, what anybody wants to do. But I tell you this, I think the people of God ought to be seeking the face of God. I tell you, I believe He's calling us to a place of repentance. I wonder this tonight, what's been your God? Preacher, I'm serving the Lord the best I can. I, I want to ask you again. I wonder who your God is. What is your God? What's been in the way of serving Him? What's been in the way of standing up for Him? I tell you, some of us need to come and pray for some unction. The power of Almighty God to be able to stand in this day. Some of us, it's about time we actually armored up. We wonder why our families ain't saved. It might be because of us. God help us. God help us. We might be the very hang-up of our family getting saved. Boy, that's a tragedy. But you know it could be fixed tonight. Oh, it could be fixed tonight. This altar's open. Would you come? Would you come? What's the church going to look like when he returns? You realize that's up to you and I tonight. It's up to you and I. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for your word, God. God, I thank you for the warning of your word. God, I pray tonight, God, we won't worry about people or things or what people say. But God, we'll make, God, we'll just commit our lives to you, Lord. God, to stand for your word. God, I pray you give us a burden, Lord. God, a burden to put you first in all things. God, to stand up for your word, God. To not cave, God, under pressure. God, do not be tolerant of everything that comes along. Just because everybody jumps on the bandwagon, God. God, help us. God, help us and strengthen us tonight. God, I pray we do business with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.